Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi everyone, welcome to Loose Lips with Georgie Porter and me, Sharon Carpenter. This is Extra Lippy and it's all about you guys. Shall we head off? Let's head off, let's <laughs> dive deep into listener letter number one. Let's go scuba diving. Okay, so this one's from Anonymous. Guys, tell us your names, don't be yeah, shy. Yes, don't be shy. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay, so the, the Anonymous is saying uh, to Loose Lips, <laughs> great that was great sorry this is actually a serious letter there. okay creepy boss alert uh. he is so weird and so many odd comments nothing that is too over the line otherwise i'd do something serious but it's just the odd thing that i can't stand i just want him to start being super professional should i just talk to him about this oh mm. there's nothing can i sharon can i tell you Oh, this is gross, and I don't even know how oh, to do this. So, I used one to work. Of the, an experience you had, yeah. Oh yeah, this is this is a creepy boss. Like this is a yeah. disgusting boss. He, I used to work in my local shopping center and um, in like a food stall, and yeah. there was like different food stalls. So it was like quite a few of my friends used to work there, and it's like one of my very very first jobs. Like still in school, don't ever should yeah. have been working, but I loved just having a job. Yeah. And he, we used to have these cages in the back of the shopping mall, like, so you could go and get the food and bring it to the stall. Okay. And one time, one of the employees was like, go to the cage, the, the boss is in there, and just like, tell him to fill it up with cabbages or something, because we're running low. So I go with the cage, and I walk there, and I go into the, the bit, and... There's a mattress scooped along the bottom what? of this cage the f- with cutouts of page three girls on the newspaper and my boss having oh. a Tommy Tank wank. What? You name it. That thing oh, with his hand doing God. that. And I was like, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever witnessed in my life. And I quit. That is disgusting. Did he know? Like, did he plan to have you sent back there while this was going on? I didn't or he didn't say- want to be caught out. My God. And there's food around him. That's the most disgusting. People are buying food from those same it hands. was vile. And I didn't tell anyone because I literally just was like, eh. 
I don't know what to do about this. I'm so grossed out right now. The fact that there was those kind of combination things of that, like a mattress in the cage and paint. I was like, this is the most vile thing. I mean, it was years ago when I was 16 or something. So I was like, whoa. Wow. Yeah. I want to tell you about an experience. So uh, what I would say um, is that this might seem like it's not that much of a big deal right now, right? But mm. this is how it often starts. And then it builds up and it ramps up and it becomes, you know, totally inappropriate and sometimes yeah. very threatening. But uh, a, a quick story about an experience I went through. So there was a guy I was working for. He ran the production company um, that produced a show where I was a correspondent, early days of my career, very early days. And um, he used to make sort of inappropriate comments every so often. He had a girlfriend, but then sometimes he'd compare us in terms of looks and just weird stuff. Well, weird. Um, yeah. That did make me feel uncomfortable. And then there was one time that he had to go to New Orleans for some event. He wanted the show to cover the event and he selected me to go out there um and, and be the correspondent so everything was fine he was pretty professional for the most part and then I was back at the hotel it was about two o'clock in the morning I was on the phone with my boyfriend at the time who I lived with suddenly there's like a loud knock on the door uh this rapping on the door and um I'm like who is it and it, it was him it was the boss and I said I'm on the phone Are with you- my boyfriend he just like scurried away mm. and then um, I, I never said anything about it. I didn't even know how to handle that. My boyfriend was pissed. Um, fast forward uh, a few months and we were having a dinner. Th- then um, we we had this dinner where the show was coming back from hiatus and he wanted to talk about my role on the new season. And he said to me, Sharon, I will pay you 50% more than you're getting paid at your other company where I was full time as a producer. He said, you'll be a producer. You'll be on air as well under one condition. And I said, okay, what's the one condition? <gasps> and he said, sex with me once a month. No. Like he blatantly no. just came out and he said, sex Ew. with me once a month. And there is no way enough. He said Ugh. to me, um, I don't care what you do the rest of the time. I don't care if you have a boyfriend, but that one night and a month is mine. Oh, and you know, you know, those it. were the days where we didn't feel we could go up against these powerful oh, men. And, yeah. you know, we very likely couldn't unless there, you know, there's power in numbers for sure. Mm. I didn't try to go up against him. I tried to sort of diffuse the situation. I said to him, oh yeah, you know, I'll let you know. I'll give you a call tomorrow. He was like, oh, I'll have the contract drawn up right away. And <gasps> I never called him again. Yeah, I know what would have been in that contract. God knows. Um, um, I never called him <laughs> again disgusting. and he never called me and that was the last time I worked for that show and there have been other situations like that where I've had to walk away um, from opportunities because of yeah. the skeevy guys. I think what she needs to do, what you need to do um, is you need to make a record of all these inappropriate yeah. comments and things that make you feel uncomfortable. Write down the date, write down the time because uh, again it can start slowly. And because also you never know, like, you know, who else he might be doing this with and other girls yeah. or boys even or anyone could be vulnerable and actually get yeah. into those tangles and it'd be really, you know, upsetting when really it could be, I wonder if anyone else in the company or where else are and you could openly talk to Good someone question. because also sometimes you think, am I being weird? Is this actually happening or is this too far? But if you have to question yeah. it and ask people around you and be like, hold on, I'm not in like, this is not 
I think when, when you have that niggling to... feeling, yeah, you're usually yeah. right. And, and you're absolutely right, Georgie. I think that if there are people that you trust within the company, mm. um, you know, maybe pull somebody to the side. They may yeah. have had a similar experience and yeah. there's power in numbers. Um, but I do think you should approach him, but make a record of everything. And I do think at that point you should approach him. Tell him that you feel uncomfortable. Listen, there are some people out there who are just totally socially inept, right? Yeah. They don't know how to deal with people. Yeah. It might come across a little weird. Um, but also it kind of should be flagged up because then they need to be taught, told yeah. and actually stopped if that's the way they're treating people and talking to people because there has to be boundaries, there has to be rules and there has to be ways in a workplace of yeah. you, you are forced to be there sort of thing because it's your job. So don't. Don't ruin the lives of people by being creepy. No one should be made to feel uncomfortable no. uh, at work. And the good thing is people are listening now to, yeah. you know, the, the the victims, if you will, to women. Um, and so we're in a much yeah. better place than we were a few years ago. Don't stand for it. Moving on to taboo of the week. I love yeah. this topic. This is my favorite <laughs> thing. So this week we are talking about jealousy in friendship groups. Oh, we're going there. So it's like a question of kind of thing. Those friends that are just not totally happy to see you succeed. Are yeah. they real friends? And have you had anything like this, Sharon, at all happen to you? Oh, yes, I have. And I've had, I've had it happen recently as well. But um, there was one friend I actually had to get rid of, to be honest, because she was somebody we worked together. We worked very closely together a lot of the time. But I would notice things like when something went wrong, like I remember when I worked for this network and I had my own office and then they moved me out of the office into a cubicle because mm. they had a new executive that had to come take this office. And I was like a little, you know, perturbed. I was not so happy about it. And I'm telling her about it. And she's literally like trying not to smirk. Like she's fighting so hard to fight that smirk. And then fast forward a few weeks and I'm telling her, like I was in a magazine. I was super excited about it. Like yeah. there's really good spread in this magazine. I'm telling her about it and showing it to her she had like a grimace on her face like a scowl and then she was trying so hard to like uplift the corner of her mouth the corners of her mouth to try to make it look like she was happy for me but no I could just tell and this was something that was ongoing so at a certain point I was just like I have to distance myself oh. but I will tell you something Georgie so this is mm. interesting like I think that sometimes a friend can really love you and really care about you yeah. and care about your well-being, which my friends in my life, they do. However, yeah. I had an interesting situation recently. So mm. I didn't tell you about this, but there's somebody I've been hanging out with here and there. And he's a he's a big celebrity. Like he's a he's like an A-list celebrity, like really mm. big. And um, I like him. You know, we've, we've spent some time together and uh, went out to dinner just recently and it was my birthday not long ago. He had said that he was going to get me a birthday present. And I yeah. did mention it to a couple of my friends. You know, I got excited. Maybe that's yeah. something you keep close to the bell. But I got excited. Mm -hmm. And I do I tell excited. them stuff when I get excited. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, he said he's going to get me a birthday present. So the birthday present never came, right, oh. initially. So mm -hmm. it didn't come. And they would they would keep asking me, oh, did it come? Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah, he forgot about, oh, he couldn't be bothered. Like, oh. just taking a very sort of negative approach, yeah. especially one person in particular. And I found that 
you know, when it came to other guys I've gone out with, they'd be oftentimes very supportive. But with this particular person, and I don't know if it's something to do with the fact that he is a big celebrity. Um, mm. He is a guy that, you know, most people like. It's not like he's got a bad reputation. But th- this this friend was just very negative. Anything nice that he did, they would find the negative in it. Anyway, Jealousy. So- yeah, and, and then, you know, so he'd actually sent these shoes, some Louboutins, to the wrong address. So they finally oh, got to me. Oh, so they were, they were yeah, coming for you. <laughs> they were coming, and I thought he forgot about me as well. But they but they finally came, and I spoke to a couple of my friends about it, and I just saw that, okay, the person who was very much like, oh, taking the digs, oh, he forgot yeah. about you, blah, blah, blah. They weren't happy or excited over the fact that these shoes did come. And I... I just realized to myself, and another friend said this to me, she was like, you don't have to tell your, even your closest friends or your business. When it comes to relationships and you're involved with someone, sometimes hearing the noise from other people yeah, can get no. in the way and can you, cause problems. You, yeah. you know what? No, I, yeah, I think you should be able to. So literally something happened to me recently. And if she listens to this, she'll yeah. know exactly who she is. She, yeah. I've got a really close group of friends and, in the whatsapp group she was so sad in lockdown and was like Mm. i'm guys i'm really sad and i thought oh that's horrendous like i'm gutted that she's sad and upset and then she said and george i can't even like your instagram because i just think why isn't that me and i thought what i'm like you've got wait why isn't what you oh because you just because you've got a boyfriend yeah just you in general i don't know like the way it was put the way she said Mm. things it was like as if we're supposed to know that that's the way she is and that's what she says and i thought actually you've got a fiance you're very lucky to live the life you're living you all what does she want i don't know but all i have ever done is champion my friend's all the time I love when they succeed I absolutely celebrate it I would love nothing more than my friends to be successful happy um, laughing every day like I wish nothing more for that but when a friend a best friend who you know hope that is a best friend says things like I can't even like your Instagram pictures I think number one that's not life you don't have to like my Instagram pictures to be I don't, like it was just the sense it, it, it's, it's a giveaway that there is a deep-seated issue there and there is some real envy yeah. going I mean, on and that's not a, that's not a good thing like it can seem like it's something small but there's something deep rooted yeah. in that comment and I literally if I'd have said the things that I wanted to say through in that time I think it would have just been all upset because there's you know our friends within our friends that have got ill parents there's things like this there's certain ways I looked at her and I thought you know you're not seeing the right things here in this whatsapp group and I thought oh she said it she she even typed that out yeah like (laughs) for everyone to see whoa okay and I I thought as well no shame in her game no and I think like for you when you find someone or you're dating someone and you've literally found happiness and you know there's times when you go I'm never gonna find anyone in life or I'm not dating anyone I'm just gonna put that aside because my job's okay or my living situation's okay there is always a sad side to the happy side but you don't sort of put that out there do you on Instagram I suppose sometimes people feel like 
Um, it's a reflection of what they haven't accomplished what, when they're seeing what you have accomplished and it might make them feel bad about themselves. But if you're one of those friends, you need to catch yourself before you lose a, a genuine friendship. Uh, you've got to get rid of the haterism. You've got to yeah. get rid of that envy. You have to do whatever you can to get rid of that. All right, so we've got listener letter number two now. Shall I go in? Yes. Shall I go in on this one? All right. Let's go in. So this is Bryony, 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 yeah. Um, so Bryony's saying, hello girls, getting in touch, feeling really low today. I don't oh. know what I'm doing wrong, but I just can't make something last past two to three dates. This has happened so many times where I get to that point, think it's going well, and then I get ghosted or let down. It's so hard to think that it's not to do with me and I just want to give up dating altogether. How do I keep going? No, Brian. Georgie, what do you think? So I literally have dated. I've been dating. I've done the dating. I've dated, dated, dated. And I'm not going to lie. Every time I did date someone, I had the, you know, the optimism. That's the right word, yeah. The hope that this was the one. So I wouldn't really date guys otherwise and thinking – you know, I'm wasting my time. So I date a guy to think he was the one. Obviously, it gets to like, you know, the first date you think, oh, this is a bit uneasy or this is a bit weird or, you know, it's not going well. It gets to number two and you think, oh, this is irritating or maybe <laughs> I'm irritating or this. Wait, you went back for a second after that. Yeah, bad I mean, I first, so yeah, I would literally try. I'd try it out. I'd think, oh, maybe that didn't go that well. Or, you know, let me just you, give him a chance. Let see. me give him a second chance. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. Now, like, now I get it. Now I get that you have to date people to know that they are not the ones. And it might take until, like, it's taken me to the age of 33. 33 to realize that I don't want to date any other man again. Like, I have found my one. (gasps) Don't (gasps) tell anyone. Georgie, is there something you want to tell us? Well, no, I mean, that's all. That's all I want to say is the fact that I don't want to date any other guy. And I think it does take all that time. So don't give up dating. Date, date, date. Date in different countries and date everywhere because how will you know you found a brilliant, amazing one if you haven't tried and tested all the others? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I I think that... See, here's my thing. I, I think that a lot of people take dating very seriously, right? Mm. And they do wonder, is this the one? Is this the one? But I think that that can put a lot of pressure on the, the situation. Yeah. And then sometimes you can be really disappointed. I'm willing to bet, Bryony, that all of these guys that only lasted two to three dates, you didn't want to go on a fourth date with them anyway. Yeah. Maybe you just didn't hear back from them. Um, but it sounds like the vibe wasn't there. And here's the good thing about it, right? Look, first of all, if it was just one date and you couldn't make it to date two, with anybody then I might be a little more concerned but you're going on a second you're going on a third date so I think that's, that's enough good news that's, that's enough what would be worse right is if you're with somebody for like six months or a year and you can't make it past that six month or year mark because now you've wasted a, a lot more time I would say just have fun with dating and I think this is the issue that so many people have like people can't be bothered today or they're putting a lot of Mm. pressure on the situation and then they go out with someone and they're not anything close to the one and then they don't want to go out on another date but if you just uh, look at it in a different way like this is just your way of getting out there of meeting different people of having a little bit of fun having some good dinners uh socializing Uh, and then if someone really takes your fancy um maybe that person can be the one 
someone and, and maybe <sighs> then you take it a little bit more seriously but I think just have fun with it and I'm wondering as well Brian, if it is a two to three date situation, I wish we were here having a conversation with you because one, I would ask you, are you sleeping with these guys, right? Mm, yeah, maybe don't. We had a conversation about that as well. Like, yeah. should you, you sleep with somebody on the first date, whatever? Maybe don't, like hold off on that. And the other thing is, I think this is something weighing on your mind. So maybe subconsciously you're sort of sabotaging things yourself and mm. maybe you become kind of needy and you're texting him too much or you're really laying on the expectations at that point and that might yeah. be something pushing these guys away. So definitely, you know, look at maybe some of the things you might be doing. But outside of that, I would say just get back out there, have some and fun yourself. with it. And, and don't, be yourself. don't be low. If you're low about it, then that'll show on your date. So be happier. Be happy. Enjoy. Um, and, you know, don't tell the guy about your plans to get married in three <laughs> weeks and, you know, bust in out like days. six kids. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks for listening to Extra Lippy with the wonderful Sharon Carpenter, who is, she's just so good Aww. at advice. Like, literally, you're just great. And me, Georgie Porter. <laughs> we'll be back with a full episode on Tuesday next week. So subscribe. Or follow, rate, and review. Yeah, do that because we want to hear from you, everyone. Okay, you can email us with your listener letters. We'll do everything we can to help. Uh, email us at loose lips at createproductions.com and also uh, the Missy Porter and at Sharon Carpenter uh, on social media. You can find us there, okay? All right, full show for you coming up, as Georgie said, and we will see you on Tuesday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.